This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. Hey, Rich. Hey, Paul. Let's talk about the Bad Batch. Okay, I'm ready to do that. And 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 what and what I'd like to talk about is <laughs> I'd like to talk about I'd like I'd like to talk about the episodes that we agreed on talking about. <laughs> However, I'd like to contribute to two of those three. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> because because you know. my my dumbass went out to Disney Plus, <laughs> and and in my head I was like, oh yeah, we're gonna watch the end of season one of Bad Batch, right? And it was. Return to Kemino, Kemino Lost was the episodes. I was yeah, like, okay, well, yeah. perfect. There, there, there they are right there. But, <laughs> but little, my faulty memory had completely <laughs> gotten blasted with, oh yeah, we were going to do 14, 15, and 16. So what we have, dear listener, is Rich having prepped the correct episodes <laughs> and Paul having prepped two of the three episodes for what we're going to talk about. Yeah. You know, that's okay though, it, because really you didn't miss a whole lot in, okay. in the war, in war mantle as, as it pertains to Camino and what happened with the yeah. facilities there. Cause, because our so. discussion was we're, we are branching this discussion off from Camino and cloning facilities and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. from our previous episode. Yeah. So the, the, the focus of the material really is that really is that stuff. So right. if if War Mantle didn't have that quite as much, then it's you know kind of okay. So give us give us if you would then anything important you caught or thought provoking you caught in that one as a as a prelude to jumping into fifteen sixteen then. Sure. Okay. So basically, the this episode fourteen War Mantle dealt with the Bad Batch responding to Rex, who is one of the clone troopers that we know mm-hmm. from the Clone Wars. I guess he ha- he wants them to go and help a clone commando who has sent a distress call from another planet, and at the source of the signal, they find an Imperial base where they find troopers there but they're they're very obviously not clones and this is kind of the reveal like if you were watching this chronologically and you didn't right. know that stormtroopers came from clone troopers or at least that was the the heritage of the of the service i suppose then this would be the reveal quote unquote reveal of they're going from clones to volunteer slash conscripted soldiers right yeah which also is like talk about if like like side tangent here yeah talk about a fucking mind fuck yeah if you were going to try to like like gulp gulp down star wars stuff Mm -hmm. in order of in-universe chronology right like you would be so fucking lost i think (laughs) think and you'd be like both stylistically, but also like, I think the further you go in Earth chronology, mm-hmm. the more you have stacked up to kind of deal with and be part of, to have back reference to, to all this other kind of stuff, right? Okay. Yeah. And the, the more you have to sort of answer for, I guess, right. in your in your fiction. Yeah. You know, absolutely. 
you're constrained on two sides when you're Mm -hmm. doing if you're doing star wars these days you're constrained on two sides time wise definitely and so versus and then you just bump up and land at a new hope which is unfettered by history in any way (laughs) right right Right. it it is the proto it, it it is the primordial ooze yeah of of star wars that's a great way of putting it actually yeah yeah, yeah. then then you would be just in for just this crazy bumpy ride of like <laughs> did everybody in the universe forget three quarters of everything about everything <laughs> yeah. you know what well, i mean that's an interesting point because they do make a point in this episode in 14 to say that the whole galaxy knows about the clone army that they know about clones they know about cloning so my thought here as i was watching this episode and then the subsequent episodes my thought was that they wanted to replace the clones with conscripts but they didn't want the general population to know that the clones had been replaced with conscripts. Because Why I think, would that be? You think? Well, I think that I think that they put less value on a clone life than they do on a human or a or, or a non-clone okay. life. Yeah, you know. And so I think that like the general population of the galaxy may be more willing to accept thousands upon thousands of stormtroopers that they believe to be clones getting murdered in various military actions across the galaxy than they would be their sons and daughters. But then that doesn't make any sense if you put it because now that I'm thinking about it, because people go off to join the military yeah. in this, in this universe. So they know that they're not close. Yeah. I don't know why this was a big, like, like, Oh, it's hidden. Like who, like how, like, yeah, I don't know. It seems it seems so very it's so interesting to me because the empire clearly wants like even in the later stuff where pe- where people are not clones, right? Yeah. Yeah. They don't want the stormtroopers thinking about stuff. No. They want them taking orders and getting blasted and right. like throwing them in the incinerator when their bodies are like swept off the battlefield, right? Like right. they don't right. Get, so why why aren't clones just better for that? Especially I, given that you're morally okay with clones. Right. And morally know? okay with like mass extermination of sentience yeah. in military yeah. actions. Yeah. So I have a note for the uh, later on that has that, that has a very similar, very similar like bent to that. But I also have, uh, I also have a question about medical service to clones because one of the one of the bad batch has like like a gash on his face and like a bum eye like a cloudy eye which means that he received medical attention he got damaged and he received not injured damaged he got he got injured (laughs) and received medical attention so is it not more cost effective to let that clone just die and replace him with another clone because you don't have to train them they're all already trained they're all already everything uh, it, yeah, like, like you don't have or, to spend the money on the on the medical bills, you know. <laughs> or even if it's even if it's some percentage expensive as training a non-clone, yeah. you got to think that having a bunch of clones makes stocking supplies really easy, right? Because everybody wears the same fucking size, 
Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and they're all, they're all allergic to the same thing. They're all not allergic to the same thing. True. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, they all have the same pain tolerance. They all have the same, like any sort of medical concern. Once you figure it out for one clone, you have figured out every clone. Right. Yeah. You're right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If, if they, if they, if they don't, if they happen to have like, you know, I had one thing I had was I didn't have any 12 year molars in my, in my teeth. Okay. And that made, and that on the bottom, I think, or something like that. And that made some of my top molars like erupt further down. They call it erupt. I don't know why it's very slow, right? <laughs> yeah. But they, slowest they, eruption in the world. Yeah. Right. They, but they poked further down and that oh, made them more prone to like cavities and stuff. Oh, so weird. I haven't had, okay. had to have those pulled, which is like, whatever, who cares? But if that was going to happen to everybody, then you would know it and you'd pull them right away. Right. You know what I mean? Like you just go, you can be proactive about yeah, all that. Yeah. You can be absolutely. proactive about all the things. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So it seems, huh. it seems super cost effective super cost effective yeah to do clones if yeah. you're okay with clones yeah We're i, okay I agree with, with that right yeah but but like the empire right already is okay with clones yeah they obviously are now yeah. they're going to later on well here let me just hang on so just to kind of wrap up war mantle they 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 do travel to Camino. The Empire does. Lamasu and Nala Sage are are planning to escape after the Empire has the Empire comes there to cancel the clone army contracts and basically shut down the facility. So like this is an independent facility, but the Empire is like, no fuck you, we're gonna shut you down. You're done. You can't do this anymore. Right, yeah. you're not allowed. And <laughs> so so they get captured by the the empire and that's kind of how it ends and then we get to the next episode which has to do with the the clones are on camino and but basically what happens is they capture hunter one of the clones one of the uh, bad batch and they bring him to camino for reasons unknown really i have yeah. no idea why he's on camino i did not comprehend why yeah i did i i, I like even when even when Crosshair's plot is laid bare and we know why he's doing this, it still makes no sense to me why they're on Camino. Yeah. Because he could have enacted this plan literally anywhere else. Yeah. Unless he was going for some sort of like poetic thing, some sort of rhyming, you know, thing like yeah. poetry. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why they're on Camino. Now, while they're there, though, the Omega and the others show after being lured into a trap by Crosshair. And they find the hidden entrance to the secret lab, Nalise's secret lab. And they find that's basically like where they were created, where their mutations were created. And we learn that we learn that Omega was actually created before the like Omega is the, is the oldest one there. Right. Yeah. Right. And now obviously the Bad Batch clones are part of that clone group that 
that was accelerated as far as growth is concerned. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. Omega is kind of like Boba Fett, where he wanted an unaltered clone of himself, yeah. and you know he could do whatever he wanted with that clone. But basically, Crosshair has had his inhibitor chip removed, and he is willingly working for the Empire, and he wants the other clones to join him. He's kind of become a zealot for the Empire. Yeah. 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 Is it always stormy on Camino? Well, not when they come up from underneath the water. It wasn't. It was fine after they blew up the. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it seemed like clement weather. <laughs> <laughs> not inclement, but right. just clement. Right. Well, because okay. if the, I assume that if there's inclement weather, there must be clement weather. So. <clears throat> Hi, I'm brought... clement weather. <laughs> you know carl weathers yeah i know him yeah i don't i'm not related to him but it's like that you know? <laughs> oh okay you know, carl weathers? yeah no relation no relation <laughs> glad you brought that up clement oh, well, glad we cleared that up clement. <laughs> so what do you do clement? Have, you, have, have you heard of bad weather <laughs> yeah that's just a, an atmospheric phenomenon i'm not that i'm a person <laughs> i'm a person oh yeah. okay okay well good yeah, yeah so you're a person not a weather phenomenon not an atmospheric phenomenon and you're unrelated to carl weathers got it <laughs> good 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 we are we are shining a light on clement weather here <laughs> oh man so yeah, but I'll be not, but other than that, I think it's always stormy it when seems we see always, it's always stormy, and I'm always like, how do they build all these fucking cities <laughs> on Camino when it's like just always storming? It's you know, it's I you know, I think they build the cities because it's always storming, really. Mm, I mean, maybe how the how I don't know. <sighs> did you catch the uh, did you catch the uh, attack of the clones music stings? at the beginning of the episode when they were arriving on, yeah. you know, I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. You know, again, I'm not like the world's biggest attack of the clones fan, but I do yeah, like no. John Williams's music, you know, yeah. he, he's, he's probably one of the bright spots in that movie. So, and, and again, I, my notes here are basically asking the same questions. Why are they bringing the clones back to Camino? If their plan is to shut it down and destroy it, why are they bringing them back there? Yeah. I mean, it basically turns out that it's just, it's just Crosshair's plot, and obviously sanctioned by the by the Imperials, the, I guess. Imperials, because the Admiral was was informed later. He gets informed in the, I think it's in the next episode. No, no, it's in this episode where he where after his plot is revealed, they the Omega and her robot buddy, Az. AZ, I think. Yeah. Omega and AZ unleash the droids on them, like war droids on these yeah. guys. And one of the other one of the other troopers calls the admiral and he's like, hey, hey, he lost control of the situation. So we just gotta go. Yeah. So they know about this. The Empire yeah. knows about this. Like, isn't this just a massive waste of money to them to this bring is... these clones back and try and get them back into the Empire? Well, like, yeah, like, why? Yeah. Especially since clones, like, not only, not only there's, there's like, there's the background noise of like, clones are expendable, who gives a shit? Right. But there's also the foreground noise of like, 
yeah and we're phasing them out anyway yeah we don't we don't need them well like, yeah why do you you could just them? say hey everybody who's not a clone the next clone you see just kill them yeah like that could be the, that literally could be the order right from the empire and it would be done in like a day and a half you know what i mean i mean the clones like, that, managed to wipe out the jedi right yeah so why and, shouldn't the new conscripts be able to wipe out the clones? yeah like it's the circle of life here guys <laughs> It's more of a circle of death, really, isn't it's a it? It's circle of death. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's one and the same, though, I suppose, really. Yeah. But well, it's true. Like, uh-huh. it, uh, the, like the, I, so this is, this is a, so Bad Batch is a direct, like, sequel in a sense to the Clone Wars series. Right. Right. I mean, I say that in a sense because I, like, the characters are different, but literally the the setting, the universe, everything is the same, the same animation style, all that kind of stuff. It, and at the beginning of the first episode, like they show the Clone Wars like splash logo. Yeah. And then they burn it away and it says the Bad Batch, right? Right. It's right. very it's clearly supposed to be the Clone Wars part two, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, and and so I think so I guess where I was going with that is that like I guess we should also expect it to have roughly that level of sophistication to it where sure. yeah. some of our questions <laughs> are going to be like, it's not that way because fuck, <laughs> because fuck you. It doesn't have to be, you know, <laughs> why, why are they bringing the clones to Camino? Because fuck you. That's why. Because, because Dave, Dave Filoni is like, I don't care. Look at my paycheck. Fuck you. You know, like, because I wish it. Oh Jesus! Yeah, Dave Filoni's gone full Palpatine over here. But also because like, <laughs> t- like ten to thirteen year olds are like more the target here than we are anyway. Too. True that you know right? that's really true. That's really true. And it brings it like it really all it does too, or not all it does, but what it does too is kind of as we've discussed before too. It's this stuff, Clone Wars, this thing, everything coming out now is setting the tone for what disney expects the next generation of star wars fans to have in their satchel right sure so in other words yeah. in other words a lot of the stuff that that is appearing now bad batch mandalorian even though there's such disparate quality between those things but like yeah bad batch mandalorian book of boba fett obi-wan kenobi high republic stuff in novels and comics yeah any kind of games or whatever anything that's being released now we should interpret as table setting for the next 20 years. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's because, a really good point. Yeah. Because I think, I think like if you look at it from a marketing perspective, anybody you hook now, they expect to have hooked for like decades, which makes right. a lot of sense because we have been hooked for decades. <laughs> right. Right. You know? Yeah. It makes absolute sense from, right. from what it was then, you know what I mean? So like, whatever whatever their first experience with star wars is they're just kind of being more direct and targeted about it you right. know what i mean right like like i i would imagine that like if you're kathleen kennedy slash dave filoni slash whoever mm-hmm. like you you don't expect necessarily that the, that the 10 year old who watches clone wars is it, that person may not also be watching the mandalorian Right, right. There's sure. there might be some thematic things that are like a little beyond that person at that point. Sure, and maybe yeah. par- parental, 
you know, ratings and stuff like that too, keeping some kids out. <clears throat> so you're setting the table with this stuff. Yeah. And, and like, kind of like we as, we as watchers should be taking our cues from that in terms of what to expect from the, because, because I think also it's like, it's locked and loaded a lot earlier in the process than maybe was used to before. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, the blueprint is laid out mm-hmm. like years before we see any individual thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like take this high Republic stuff. Like how many years do you think it has been since the architecture of that was laid down and ready to yeah. go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because that- it takes, it takes years to write a novel. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. that that first novel was what was going to be part of a larger architecture of story mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah. like like it's like a it's like a fucking wind up toy at some point right. where like that the, they are a player piano. I don't know how you want to put it where like they've just loaded the sheet music and now it's just cranking through the things and right. doing the actions that they want to do yeah. for however long, you know? Yeah. On some level. I mean, you have to still have to produce the individual episodes and you have to have actors act and scripts and stuff like that. But the, but the broad strokes mm-hmm. are laid out, you know, in service yeah. to a thing that's, that's way bigger than any individual episode of the shows. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things you said that kind of struck me is that, you know, the, the, the superstructure that, that, that exists within like the high Republic and even within like clone wars, you know, rebels, bad batch yeah, yeah. TV series, you know, there is such a huge process I'm sure to getting, you know, you're not just writing a novel, handing it to your editor, having them edit it and send it back to you for revisions and then submit yeah. it again. You are writing a novel, you're submitting it, having a fact checker, having a historian check it and go, oh, no, no, we're yeah. changing this. This is going to be different. So you're going to have to rework this whole thing. So now, like the creative process for that has to be like painful. Really, you know? di- like really different than, yeah, like... Like, can you imagine being approached to write a novel inside the Star Wars universe right now? I would literally where, say no thanks. <laughs> where, you, where, where it would be like, you have freedom, except this person can't die, this person can't die, this person can't die. This, this, and this can't happen. This, this, and this have to happen. Right. And your time frame that you're fitting into is here. Right. Right. So oh, and we're going to check everything along the way and yeah, make, make and, changes as we need to. And like, here's a bunch of stuff that no one ever, here's a bunch of backstory mm-hmm. no one else has ever seen, but that is also in the works. So <sighs> keep this stuff in mind as you write the thing. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. like, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm assuming, but it has to be true. Right. It has to be true that that's the case. Yeah, absolutely. Because all the stuff is coordinated. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And big ups to the people that write this stuff, because my God, to be able to tolerate that kind of intrusion into the creative process. I mean, you could argue that that is the creative process, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, But for a writer, for someone, an established writer to jump into this milieu, (laughs) you know, milieu, right. To, to jump into this and say, 
all right, now I'm uh, now I'm going to be part of a hive mind of of creativity, right? And we're not just talking about like collaborating with two or three other writers. We're talking no. about dozens upon dozens of writers, so and much stuff, historians and fact checkers yeah. and directors and like Dave Filoni, right? Because I'm sure Dave Filoni's got his hands in all of it. Yeah, like, Kathleen Kennedy, everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just got to be. I feel like that would be like a creative strain. You know what I also think too is that there's at the level of like Joe or Jane's scriptwriter for like episode twelve of season two of whatever fucking show. Right. There's yeah. there's like you are in the bounds of a lot of strictures, right? Right. If, yeah. But but if you are Dave Filoni, John Favreau. Kathleen Kennedy, whoever else, at that level, you are doing things in a way that has maybe never been done before either. Yeah. Right? In terms yeah. of like, in terms of orchestrating all of the pieces, because, because the way Marvel creates cinematic universe and comics universe, so you don't have to necessarily coordinate the two, right? right. So Kevin Feige can be doing his thing and the writers inside Marvel comics don't have to do a shit about that. Right. 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 But that's not the way it works in star Wars. No. In star Wars, it's a grand unified thing. And so, (laughs) yeah. And so everybody at, everybody at Marvel slash Disney who's writing star Wars comics is also part of this whole thing. Right. right? Yes. Oh my Um, God. Yeah. And so, so if you're, if you're any of the aforementioned like top level creative slash whatever execs, mm-hmm. like you're doing things that I think have never been done before in terms yeah. of story creation, in terms of fictional universe building. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That's like, it's almost like star Wars as a universe still can only admit of like two or three people to be, truly creatively free and the rest are constrained right so mm. so where where george rr R. martin he can do literally anything he wants with game of thrones right he could say in the next book it was all a heroin fueled you know <laughs> like nightmare trip to vegas <laughs> and and it takes one page to tell the rap of game of thrones right oh, and that God, could be I it hope that's, that could I be that's how i have that I could be that. it and that would be what happened. I hope that's because how Game of Thrones man. is his and no one else, right? George George R. R. Martin, if you're listening, please take notes because that would be yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. But like Star Wars has hundreds of people yeah. creating things at a lower level yeah. that are that are that are not free in that way. But right. at the higher level, the very highest level, they do have some freedom. Or more freedom, right. or they have like still not quite as much freedom because, like, if any of them tried to say, and that was the end of Star Wars, like <laughs> they would be super fired, yeah, right? They would be hugely fired by Disney, yeah. But uh, you're done, buddy. They're, they'd be like, Excuse me, the story is not done. <laughs> no, Mickey still... would show up, Mickey... huh, what's this about? What's this about Star Wars ending? <laughs> oh, Mickey shit. would show up with a crowbar, yeah. And take your kneecaps. Yeah. You know, um, Mickey, Mickey would beat the shit out of Dave Filoni. If he tried yeah. to end star Wars, be like, yeah. 
I don't fucking think so, Dave. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just fucking kneecaps. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but 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 if you're Dave Filoni, you get to drag like umpteen forms of media yeah. and umpteen whatever things along for your vision. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like the it's like you are now instead of driving an F1 car, you're driving the fucking Titanic. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, but <laughs> but at the end of the day, you get fifteen hundred people across the ocean. Yeah, and an, and an F1 car just can't do that. Well, you know, neither, neither did the Titanic. To be neither honest, can the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> an F1 car can't kill twelve hundred people in one go. But a but a boat like the Titanic sure can. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so it's got it's got this it's got this almost otherworldly level of I don't I don't know if sophistication is the right word, mm-hmm. but it, anyway, I'm just going I'm just dancing around saying I'm not sure it's ever been done, and they're they're those folks are breathing a certain rarefied air. Uh, and just in a different way, a different universe of than what, than what the other creatives in that world are doing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, you know, I something that you said earlier that I kind of want to touch on is the the concept that this is written for these 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 series, these cartoon series, these animated series are not meant for forty year old guys, you know. Yeah, or nearly fifty year old guys in my case, they're not meant for me. They're meant for like yeah. my kids' age, you know, yeah. like 12, 13 year old. Miles is just kids. coming into this. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so I want so I wonder if it's unfair. It probably is, honestly, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it. I wonder if it's unfair to expect more from it than what it is designed to give. Yeah. Like, like, like you don't read Cat in the Hat expecting Shakespeare. I mean, maybe, maybe you do. I don't read yeah. Cat in the Hat expecting Shakespeare. I don't read Cat in the Hat anymore. You know, Miles is 11 now. I don't read him Cat in the Hat anymore. But, <laughs> but the concept is still, is still kind of where I'm, where I'm going with that, you know, like, or where I want to head with that. The idea is that you, if you go into, well, let's put it in movie perspective. If I go into, Big Hero 6 expecting The Godfather, I'm going to be disappointed. But if I yeah. go into Big Hero 6 expecting Big Hero 6, I might just enjoy the ride. But that's counterintuitive to what this fucking podcast is about. So let's rip this shit apart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah. It's, so here's the thing. Yeah. There was a touch on. But there was no completion to the, this is why we are done with cloning on Camino. Yeah, they never really tell you why. Because at the the end, they're like, okay, welcome to the new facility, cloner person. Yeah. I forget which one. You're really important to what we're doing. And then they lead that that Camino and down a hallway. And that's it. And then you're like, but so what happened? Because they, they also make mention of that they're they're taking the tech 
like the Imperials took the cloning tech. Yeah. So why destroy the cloning so, facilities? So like, there's a reason for destroying the facility, and there's a reason for taking the tech and doing something else. It hasn't right? been revealed yet. I know yeah. it's been renewed for a second season. Maybe they'll explore yeah. that later. But then again, maybe this is the whole Palpatine Exegol thing yeah. from Rise of Skywalker. That was he was big into cloning in that. That was what I thought. Is like, is this all just like part of this, just laying groundwork for that? you know backfilling yeah backfilling yeah the, the palpatine clone stuff yeah yeah i mean it, it probably is to be honest with yeah. you and and and, and you know what of i'm it. kind of i'm kind of okay with that yeah because if you've got something that's canonically you know that makes sense canonically then then why the hell not just go for it you know i mean yeah 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 one of the uh, one of the things that I noticed in the last episode, which the last episode, oh, so episode fifteen ends with the the Empire under the command of Tarkin, by the way, yeah. destroying destroying the city and the cloning yeah. facility there. But the Bad Batch and Crosshair are still inside, along with Omega and the Droid Easy. <laughs> but we open with the escape from that. Well, actually, yeah. the entire episode is about the escape from that mm-hmm. from that wreckage, and they deal with a lot of like crosshairs, you know, reasoning and and all that other fun stuff. But yeah, the droid sacrifices itself to get Omega to the surface, but the sacrifice is immediately reversed, just like Chewbacca, <laughs> Chewbacca's death. <laughs> nothing is permanent. I've noticed that in the yeah. Star War, in the in this new Star Wars, nothing is really permanent. Yeah. And of course, Luke also said famously in episode eight, no one's ever really gone. Yeah. So maybe that's the whole idea. I will say this. Yeah. In that second episode, in episode 16, when you get the sort of exterior underwater shot of yeah. the big giant city thing falling toward the yeah. ocean floor, that was like cinematically better than anything I ever saw in Clone Wars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that had more detail and more like like visual touchfulness to it mm-hmm. than yeah. like the clone wars series stuff did i agree with that 100 yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of the exteriors had that feel yeah that this yeah. just like like this like the cgi was just that it was like more. one level up from yeah, yeah. like it had just an extra oomph to it yeah but who i think one of the one of the bad batch people say to crosshair i don't remember which one it is but he says to crosshair when crosshair decides that he's gonna stick with the empire he says all you'll ever be to them is a number do you think that all clones think that way do you think that all clones know what they are and know that they're just a number and they're just (sighs) there to die like at least the evidence you see is that none of them think otherwise? Yeah, right. Because at some point, isn't there another part? Oh, I forget which movie or show or whatever. The clones just say, "We're just clones, sir. We're meant to be expendable." You say that, yeah. Where yep. I forget where that is, but like, unless there is some level of which, because so the Kaminoans do produce like commander units and like probably special forces units or whatever too, like whatever the dumbest unit class is Mm -hmm. if if any one member of that class of of clone unit 
figures out and has that existential like shrug of like, I'm just meant to die. I'm a number. Then I think it's reasonable to assume that most of them think that way. Then hmm. I imagine so it kind of reminds me of those who are about to die salute you. You know that <clears throat> that Latin phrase, which I mean, it's not really it's not really the same thing. The, but they're, they're they're committed to what they are and what they're meant to do. They're they're like committed fatalists, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, they all know that they are not long for the world and that nobody outside of them cares about them. Yeah. But they also have some like little genetic or otherwise goosing to like still to do their duty. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. programming of some sort. Yeah. 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 Huh. God, cloning, cloning is the worst. Cloning, you know, cloning is I'm, the fucking like, worst. it really is, right? Yeah. Like, like in, in in this sense, in this Star Warsian sense, yeah, cloning is just the worst because you are you are creating a living being and then removing all you're removing any chance of that living being having any autonomy. Yeah. By programming it to You're like basically be cannon fodder. And and the thing is, is that the, the worst part of that is is that that being understands that that was what happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. You could almost forget, you could almost not forgive. You could, you could, um, you could make the argument that it would be better, I suppose, if, if you could produce clones that did not understand that they were you know not oh. free yeah you know like sure. you could you could make the case that that would that would be less suffering overall mm. but that doesn't matter because in this universe that's not what happens in no. this universe in star wars universe the clones do know that they are yeah. not free and they are they are yeah. coerced and programmed <laughs> and whatever else <laughs> their, their lives are likely to be short yeah and utterly and probably painful <laughs> short painful yeah yeah well i think we've i think we've reached a verdict cloning not good yeah and i think we've also kind of reached the end of this these two episodes here in terms because like we don't get resolution yet right on what has gone on with cloning yeah although we suspect it kind of transitions to the emperor's service and the the camino itself i guess we got closure on like camino mm. itself is no longer a cloning place right in right. in from this day forward in star wars chronology camino is no longer a cloning world yeah i yeah. do want to know what's going to happen with the camino and that they yeah, that hook at the end of that episode. Yeah, kind of makes me want to come back and see what happens. Like, somebody just tell me like what that's all about, and I'll be happy. Oh uh, yeah, right? there you go. Yeah. I don't even want to know. This, <laughs> yeah, I know. This is like some of those. Sometimes when I'm like, I don't want to read the whole book. I just want to know. Like I did that with. <laughs> there was the the Wheel of Time. Oh yeah, yeah. Which Robert I read. Jordan, I read. Right? Yeah, Robert Jordan. I read six or seven of those books. I can't believe I even made it through seven of those books. But there was like four or five left after that. God. And like I picked up the next one. 
and I got 10 pages in and I'm just like, I can't do this. I can't do this. It's not, nothing is fucking happening. What am I doing so, to myself? <laughs> and so I just went to the Wheel of Time Wikipedia or whatever their equivalent is, right? Yeah. And yeah. I just I just read the cliff notes of what happened. And I was like, okay, there we go. I am sated. I just <laughs> I just saved myself six thousand more pages of <laughs> just just interminable like going nowhere pros, right? <laughs> and, and and so like that's what I want for the Camino in, in this one. Somebody just tell me what the what the story is there because i don't really want to watch necessarily i just kind of want to know i'll tell you what i will probably watch at least the first few episodes of season two i'll let you know i'll tell when you is that, when does that come out by the way i don't know it just says it's been renewed i didn't know when it's coming oh, okay. back okay well then, then that's it that's it well <laughs> let's 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 move on then because yeah because i think so this is so special announcement special alert for our listeners uh, we at great disturbances have come to a decision slash inflection point i guess what i'm just kidding <laughs> oh my god we have what's going on <laughs> this is so this is we are recording right now the 97th episode of this podcast and after we close out the 100th episode we're going to transition to a different format a different name a different kind of everything yeah um we're redefining in, ourselves we're re- we're like we're leveling up we're leveling up. we're becoming level two <laughs> podcasters <laughs> doing because and, <laughs> and so so how we're gonna how we are closing out great disturbances is episode 98 will be a watch and review of the phantom menace Episode 99 will be a watch and review of Empire Strikes Back. And episode 100 will be a full series, full podcast retrospective on all the things we've discussed. Right. And we'll probably have something, I don't know, unique to do with that. I'm not sure what yet, but we'll think of something cool and interesting to do with that. Yeah, we are diligently working on figuring out what the fuck we're going to do. Yeah. (laughs) And then, so then... And then after after that 100th episode of this show, mm-hmm. there's going to be a hiatus. We don't know how long. There'll right. be a hiatus of some sort. And then we'll be coming back with a different show. Details being discussed. I don't know if there's any... What, what, specifically would, what specifically would you like to share about that? Okay, well, we're going to... It's going to be a sci-fi show. We're going to talk science fiction. In, yeah just about all of its forms probably not video games because neither one of us has the time to play video games and and go through them even though there are games that i would love to talk about absolutely i just don't have the time to put into it and but but we'll talk we'll probably talk film and television we will maybe talk about like short fiction if we can find some good you know, short science fiction stuff. Yeah, but we're not putting we're not putting parameters on as far as what science fiction we're talking about. So it could be just about anything, really. Apocalyptic futures, you know, other worlds, other universes, AI. Which you know, we love AI. We always talk yeah. about AI. Yeah. So the by the way, did you read that they're that they're really close to coming up with the most human possible AI out there? Did you read? Did you read that? There was a short. Little article about that. I remember where I found. We it. can discuss that. We should discuss that more. 
Uh, yeah, we should. We yeah. should definitely. I maybe follow, that'll, I follow that stuff pretty closely. So yeah. Cool. We, we, yeah, like maybe that'll even be in there. We could talk yeah, about that some for sure. So, and I think the other thing that we talked about is we we're gonna we we're gonna do seasons. Yeah. So it's gonna be broken up into like retrospective chunks yeah. of you know oh we're gonna, this time we're gonna do uh, nuclear holocaust <laughs> yeah. science fiction right this we're gonna do alien invasion this we're gonna yeah. do whatever but and and of no 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 specific length that or at least length that hasn't been discussed yet so that's about all I think we should really reveal at this yeah. Point mostly because we also have to figure it out so right we still you know, yeah. <laughs> good point good we point. have that problem too yes <laughs> We're ironing out the details we are going to actually also uh, by the time the new show launches we should have a website up as well yeah so there will be there will be that as well that's going to actually encapsulate this show, my other show, View from the Couch, which Paul's been on a couple of times, and then a couple of other shows that I'm doing with Aaron Davies from my old Code 47 days, who's been on this show, actually, before, right? Yeah, Didn't, what was yeah she, she doing? did. She did. What do we? It was. Was it Rise of Skywalker? I think so. It was something. She was very yeah. upset. With it was. It was one that. of. The, it was one of the upsetting ones. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. Which right. is, I th- which is a great use of Aaron's talent. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, but yeah, so we'll there there will be more podcasts on this website and everything. So it'll be it'll be great. We're gonna have a whole big relaunch. It's gonna yeah. be a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah. So that's it. So coming up next on Great Disturbances is a discussion review retrospective, whatever of Phantom Menace. Yeah, and then after that, Empire Strikes Back, and then after that, the final episode where you know everything changes. We're just going to wrap it up in a bow and then we're going to rip that bow off and start over. Right. Now, you know, we had to get to Phantom Menace eventually, right? Yeah. And and of course, they say you saved the best for last, which is why we didn't want to do that one for number 99. (laughs) So we had to do 100, but, you know, had to do do Empire last. So at least, you know, go from there. So, all right. Cool. Okay. Well, Jeffs of the Multiverse, we bid thee adieu, and we will talk to you next time. Fare thee well, Jeffs. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later!